Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Craig. How are you? Great. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. And uh, it's like I said, somebody on the text line just said, uh, really proud uh, the Vipers getting to the championship game. Super proud of the way the guys did it along the way. I, I know you are as well. I know there's a, there's the disappointment because once you get to that game, you want to finish the job. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you're extremely proud of of, of the effort and uh, the heart and the desire and all the work your guys put in to reach that game where there were only two teams left standing on Saturday. Oh yeah, I mean, and and the further I'll get, the more special it'll be. You know, away from the date of the game, but. Um, you know, it, it was an unbelievable effort by our guys the entire season. Uh, but, you know, to get there and, and do that the first time, I mean, it's just a huge kind of uh, landmark for your program to be able to prove that you're good enough to get to the state game. And so we're, we were very pleased with that. And uh, though we didn't like losing, we never do. Um, we, I thought we played well and, and, um, and did some good things uh, throughout the game. Just, just couldn't – at the end of the day, their speed was just a little too much for us uh, for four quarters well and and you brought that up when I asked you last week and and I think I remember asking you uh on the uh uh also uh about the uh on the conference call about how you deal with all of that speed and you said it's kind of like uh uh, when you got the hole in the dam in the cartoon and you plug up one and then another and did you kind of get that feeling at some point when you would when you would see a tiger riding and then you would see a Trey Wisner a Wisner and then and then all the other stuff that was happening with that well, you know, one of their things that I just – I knew he was fast, but one of, one of my problems, too, is all the guys were fast. I mean, all their guys, and, and if the listeners maybe just are kind of didn't hear our stuff last week, every one of their offensive skill starters have multiple offers. We're talking in the 10s to 20 offers and are committed uh, to an FBS school. So it's everywhere. But the quarterback, his scrambling ability, I thought he was faster um, than I realized heading into the game. And so he was able to scoot. We had him third and nine twice, you know, um, third and 10, I think, and third and nine or so. And he scooted and got 11 or eight. You know, he was he was kind of the X factor, threw the ball accurately. Um, but he, I mean, what they've got is they've got a guy that can disperse the ball around to all that speed. And sometimes when I play um, teams with speed, if you don't have somebody that can disperse or if you're one-dimensional, it, it, you know, I'm going to stop you. But when you have – you got the edge, you got speed on the edge, you got speed up the middle, and you have a quarterback that can run. I mean, it's almost impossible. So you're just trying to limit them uh, the best you can. I thought our defense did a great job of um, getting turnovers. You know, that, that uh, mm-hmm. running back hadn't fumbled all year. Yeah. 22 had not fumbled all year. He's unbelievable. And then offensively, I just love how we, right when we needed it, they would answer back and they kept us in the game. And obviously, they did some things to stop us. Um, and, you know, they could play man at times and, and hold us down. But um, you know, I loved how we answered back coming in from the half. Thought that was a great drive, and uh, lots of hats off to them too. Yeah, I it, it was twenty one ten and a half, and I think a lot of folks thought, okay, this thing's done. Your guys come right out, moving down the field. Uh, Alex Witt showed some really good moves there on the runs, especially the one to the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and I thought Alex looked fast. You know, I mean, I know um, he's not he wouldn't win in a track race, but I thought he looked really good in his pads and and O-line clearing holes for him. I mean, there's 
nothing but positive uh, feelings from me for this team and their effort. That was the effort they showed all year. Visiting with Drew Sanders, head coach of the Vandegrift Vipers, here on Light the Tower on the Horn, Craig Way and Snoop Daniel. Coach, it was a really cool moment to catch you with your wife and your two sons, which you've coached in varsity, and your daughter just embracing it. The end. I think that's what I'll remember the most about that day. But um, the uh, the Viper fans showed up. Can you talk about Viper Nation? Yeah. They did great. Actually, oh my gosh, yes, it was unbelievable. You know, we tried to organize a whiteout because we were the visiting team wearing all white. So uh, man, you could see all the white in the stands, and I thought they were extremely loud. That's one of the things that Snoop I was not prepared for. Like we had played in the Alamo Dome, and I thought that was going to be allowed. You know, but. This thing was, my players couldn't hear me, and they were five feet away from me. Um, and so the roars, you could feel it like a big play, like the first time they broke a long run, that first drive. I mean, the, literally, the ground almost shook. And then when we got the fumble, uh, the exact same thing happened on our side. Um, it, was, it, it was awesome. And, um, and so it was really cool to see our fans. I mean, I, I can't count the number of text messages and calls and emails I got from people saying, we will be their coach. And they were talking about people that graduated in, in uh, 19 and 17. Some of my original Vipers were texting me and saying, our entire family will be their coach cheering you on. It was amazing. Um, I, I know sometimes between coaches and, and, and players, there are private moments about what you share with them in the locker room. But, it, but you think you can give everybody kind of an overview about the type of things, the message that you had for your guys when it was over? Because I know there, there had to be disappointment for them, but mm-hmm. uh, as you pointed out, you ended up falling to, to the best team in the state and, and, and gave a great effort. So what, what was the type of uh, message that you had to your guys? Because I've heard you say this too, life lessons come in many forms and quite often they're not going to be necessarily associated with winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, some of my – we can go just in the coaching profession. Some of my biggest lessons I've learned are through losses. I mean, through the wins, you just don't learn as much. Just unfortunately, that's just the way we all are. You know, the tough things, that's what we learn. Um, but, you know, what I told them was the first thing I said was get your chin up. Get your chest up. Get your chin up because they were all looking down and, and obviously uh, um, a little depressed and upset. And I told them you have absolutely nothing to hang your head about. Um, it was the most amazing season in Viper history. And so please remember that. And they all, they all looked up, and, and I thought they immediately changed their body language. And, um, and then I just told them, you know, y'all picked the theme of legacy, and y'all said it. Um, and y'all are just like the 2018 team showed us that we could win an undefeated district title. You guys are clearing the path for future teams to maybe make it back here. But somebody's got to be the first and, and, um, and figure it out. So that was – and then, that, then we just talked about how proud they were to be at Vipers. We spelled it out one last time, and, and we went from there. Um, and so I felt like after I was done, they felt a little bit better. You know, some of the seniors were – it's just it's just such a final thing. We talk about this, but you can play pickup basketball. You can play golf. You can do all these tennis, but you're never going – 99% of my guys are never going to put the pads on again. And that's the finality of it that's just hard to shake. Um, at the end uh, of it. And I've seen a lot of kids go through, you know, this is my 26-year coach and 17th year as head coach, and the seniors are the one you hurt for, you know. True. Uh, visiting with Drew Sanders here on Light the Tower. Uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on the collective experience 
for your guys up there? You said you were going to take them up on Friday, let them experience that on Friday night. Then there's mm-hmm. the issue of making sure everybody's sequestered properly in the hotel and feed mm-hmm. them and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff, the big-time college programs and NFL teams as well. Yeah. What was that experience like for the for the program? Well, it was awesome. I want to give a shout-out to LISD. They helped uh, fund a lot of that. Our booster club helped, too. Um, and it was amazing. They were able to put us up in a nice hotel. Um, everybody had a bed where they could get good rest. Um, and then we had meals at the hotel where we didn't have to go to other restaurants, do box lunches, you know, all that kind of stuff that, you know, maybe, um, you know, you think you might have to do, we didn't have to do that. So we walked in the ballroom, we had meals and we had, uh, went to the game uh, the night before. That was a blast. The kids loved that. Um, and then we had snack and, um, chapel. And then we had all the, the next day we had an amazing breakfast, went to Colleyville heritage, um, high school, our friends over um, at Colleyville heritage, Todd Raymond, who's the athletic director, Kurt, Kurt Martin, who's the head coach over there. They graciously let us use their facility and indoor. And so we worked out, um, and then, you know, had another pregame meal at the hotel. I mean, everything was so organized. And so, you know, we have amazing booster club help and, and um and parents were were there to help us and and I think the kid in fact I know the kids they'll remember that um too the rest of their life you know that's just such a bonding moment for all of them well you can you can tell them and I'm sure you probably already did but you can tell them that the way you guys did that what you just described that's exactly how major college programs do that on the road with Texas I can tell you that's the long words of the hotel and the team meal and it's all organized and a walk through and all that kind of stuff so I mean that's the kind of thing like you said the experience they also get not just the uh the the experience of playing in the game although I thought when your guys took the field also there wasn't a a big-eyed uh a wide-eyed yeah. look I, I thought they adjusted yeah. pretty well even though DeSoto made some plays yeah. early to get the fumble mm-hmm. recovery and all of that yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, you, you got to – it's kind of wild, though. The people – I've never done this before, and so I hadn't ever experienced this, but it was a nonstop um, – it was a mix of people, hey, go win state, and, and then it was the other mix of, hey, we're so glad we're here, try to enjoy it. It was hilarious. It was just like everything <laughs> – it, it was just all a mix of things. And so I know the kids were get, – if I was getting into the community, I know the kids were getting the exact same thing. And so you gotta, you got to focus your team and be like, hey – once the game starts, we, we're trying to win a game. And so I, I likened it a lot to homecoming. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Our only job is to win the game. And so I thought they did a great job of coming out. I mean, that was obviously 40,000, 35,000 to 40,000 people. Obviously the biggest crowd we've ever faced, the most loud. I mean, all that stuff. I saw we had two kick return issues because we had no idea how loud it was. And so we can call people off. Like, am I deep guy supposed to come up and call the front guy off? And we almost had two issues catching kicks because they couldn't hear each other. We come over to the sideline, hey, why didn't you, why didn't you let him get the ball? And they said, well, I didn't hear him. You know, so it's things like that that we, I thought we managed fairly well. Um, and uh, you know, that's a, there's a reason that the teams have been there before, find a way to win it eventually because they just have the experience. And so hopefully we'll we'll parlay this into some experience and some winning experience later. But for now, I was just really pleased with the way they handled all the pressure all the crowd and, and, and all the people talking to him, and I thought we went out and played a good football game. Uh, can you bring us up to uh, date on Braden Buchanan? Because I know he got banged up in the game. I hated to see that happen to him, and he's just been a warrior for you. He's our all-flex team quarterback. I, uh, can you bring us up to date on him? Because I know he, he got popped pretty good and had the, ended up having to leave the game. Yeah. 
yeah, he's got something going something going on with the, with his leg. So we're waiting on, on word. Um, I'll try to let you guys know. Hopefully, it's it's good news. He's getting some scans and things like that. Um, and so hopefully, he was he was moving okay after the game, but definitely not his normal self. So we're hoping that um, he's going to be okay. So we'll put him in our prayers. Just a quick aside: Did the sun ever mess with you, Coach? Oh yeah, the sun coming through that. Yeah, because you do have that occasional was, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was worried about that, um, but it ended up not one kid mentioned anything. And really, that the sun was only uh, a factor in that second quarter, and then it kind of went down. It was overcast and kind of went down. So it was about a five-minute thing where we were talking about it on the headsets, but I didn't think it affected us. Um, though if it was an entire game like that, I could see how that could be um, a little different. Yeah. Uh, okay, so tell everybody what, it, what, what happens now for teams that when the season ends, you go all the way to the end of the, uh, of the calendar, of the high school football calendar. You play on the final day uh, of, the, of the season. And that's, so that's different than what you have with regard to your offseason work and time away for mm-hmm. the kids. So, you know, coming off of that, how did it alter or did it in terms of what your yeah. offseason plan is for the guys? Well, one of the things that was a little different is after after a season's over, I always have this tradition called senior talks, where our seniors talk to the underclassmen about what they've learned through the program, and we weren't able to do that through my press conference and having to get out of the locker room, and, and uh, then we had a little reception at a hotel, a local hotel after the game, um, and so we weren't able to do that. So that's one thing that we will get done in the spring. We'll have our seniors come and visit with our underclassmen because seniors have so much wisdom that they've learned from the program and I think that's one of the reasons we have high retention rates. We have classes, we have senior classes every year of 45 to 50 kids. And, um, and I think that's a big reason is they understand there's value in our program, even if I'm not the starter, um, even if I'm not the main guy, I still want to be part of this program. And so that's, that is definitely something that we missed that we will get done because our seniors are amazing. So I'm working on that and figuring those details out. And then it'll just be probably clean up one day. We'll have to try to get some stuff. We need to do some exit interviews where we tell the kids what's going on and what I need from them from this off season, and then we'll get right to work testing, um, you know, all the stuff, seeing where they are, and then we'll we'll start to lift and get right into off season. Um, you know, as far as me, I bought a Christmas tree yesterday, so Did that you? was positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, real or, or artificial? Well, you know, we try to go real, so okay. we went over to Home Depot, and, and uh, it was kind of like that Christmas with the Cranks movie, if I've ever seen that, where he <laughs> yeah. has basically a stick, you know? <laughs> that was kind of, there wasn't much left. It's our shortest tree we've ever had, but hey, you know, my wife is a trooper. <laughs> she just waited. My daughter, too, Sadie's like, Dad, when are we getting Christmas? Jazz? like, when we are done with the plows, and we just kept winning and winning and winning, and so she's like, Dad, you promised me the day after the season we would go. And so we went and we went to Home Depot and picked out whatever they had left. So it was like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, is that what you're saying? <laughs> it kinda is. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh hey, uh, Drew, I it's always great to visit with you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule every single Thursday during the course of the season and and uh, enjoyed uh, having you. I, I enjoyed uh, I had to think about it and rolled back through my mind and I'd called games when you were the coach at Travis. 
but I had never called a football game involving the Vandegrift Vipers. So uh, at the, wow. at the getting a, a chance to call one at the highest level was a real thrill for me. I, I appreciate yeah. uh, all the all the help and cooperation you and your staff have provided uh, and to us as well. And congratulations, by the way, to your guys that are all flex uh, team members as well, because very, yeah. very – I think Damian Wimberly proved how how, uh, how all flex oh, he was. So <laughs> he played so well the so other day. Good. The sky limit for him, I know. Yeah, but well, I wanted to thank you uh, – uh, for for uh, being a, a part of all this, and we look forward to the continued association. Look forward to visiting with you with you again. Yeah, yeah, I'm sad it's over, but it was a great ride. And uh, Snoop, thank you too, uh, Craig. Thank y'all, and and I can't can't wait till next season already. We'll look forward to it. Hey, ha- have a great Christmas and holiday season, and we'll visit with you down the road. Okay, y'all too. Thanks, all right, guys. that's Drew Sanders, head coach of the Vandegrift Vipers. Uh, one step away, got to the state championship, and they were in a 21-17 ball game in the third quarter before DeSoto pulled away uh, to win it. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a great ride uh, for, for the Vipers, their first ever appearance in the state championship. Uh, okay, it's time now for Longhorn Notebook. Long-